You're listening to the Natalie Parker Studio podcast, episode number five. In today's episode, we're talking about how to get over a creative block. Now, a creative block happens to all of us and it can be incredibly frustrating. But there are some simple strategies that we can use to help us move forward and get back into the creative flow again. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey there artist and welcome to today's episode. Creative blocks. All right, we all get them at times in our creative practice and if not dealt with, they can prevent us from creating any new work and send us into a downward spiral and even into a mild depression. Now, creative blocks are often referred to as barriers to inspiration, okay, hence the word block. They are described as the inability to access one's internal creativity. Creative blocks can also last for days, weeks, months, or even, lo and behold, years. Now, as creatives, we rely on our creative inspiration to produce our work. So, if we're blocked, we simply can't create. And when we can't create, we can't make new work, we can't offer our work for sale, and it can seriously affect our business. Now, I'm no stranger to creative blocks, and I'll admit in the past I have not always dealt with this well. You see, I am that classic type A personality chick. I'm the high achiever. I like to just go, 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 do, produce, produce, and not take any rest. But when I'm blocked, I simply can't produce anything of value, or when I do... I don't like what I'm doing, I end up feeling completely lost, I get frustrated, I have moments where I feel like I've lost my talent, like my gift has suddenly escaped me, I question my abilities, and I can go into a little bit of a depression. Now, because my main income stream is my creative practice, I can't afford to be creatively blocked for a long period of time. So fortunately, over the years, I have learned how to deal with a creative block. I've also learned how to be kind and gentle to myself when I'm blocked because there is nothing worse than being blocked and then being really hard on yourself about being blocked and it just, it doesn't end well. I've also learned some strategies to ignite my creative inspiration again faster So in this episode, I want to give to you six ways that I have learned to deal with creative blocks in my practice 
to help you move forward out of that creative block faster so you can keep creating and producing that beautiful work of yours. So the first way to get rid of a creative block is to take a break. Now I know this sounds counterintuitive because you're saying, hey Nat, you're telling me how to get over a block so I can get into my studio and now you're telling me to have a break and not go in my studio. Now the reason for this is when we are constantly go, 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 and like I mentioned, I can talk to that, we don't give ourselves a chance to rest. Now, your brain needs to rest just as much as your body does. So why is it that when we are physically tired, we'll take a nap and rest, but often because we're creatives, all of that inspiration is coming through our mind, coming through our thoughts and our ideas, Why do we struggle to give ourselves a brain break? So by taking a break, do something different, all right? Go and chill out. Take a nap. Take a day or two or even a week off from going into your studio and creating because your brain, it needs time to process. It needs time to catch up with everything that it's been creating. Now, your creativity comes from your ideas, okay? So they're moving around in your thoughts. And if you're not resting, you're not giving your brain chance to bring in those new ideas. It's just simply gonna wear itself out. Now, my best ideas, and you might have this too, they tend to come to me when I am resting my mind and doing a really basic task. So sometimes, you know, we'll push ourselves, we'll go into the studio and we'll be like, I need to be creative, I need to come up with a great idea and we're just pushing on, pushing on and nothing's happening. However, then I'll go do something very basic like uh, take a shower or go for a walk or even do the dishes and then this really great idea will come to me and that is simply because my brain is uh, not focused on problem solving. Problem solving has had that chance to rest and it's given my um, brain space, my spirit, a chance to receive those new ideas. It's exactly the same when I have my quiet time in the morning, when I'm meditating or praying, then I'm writing down thoughts and ideas. It's a brand new day before anyone's up and that is when I start to just be very clear before all of the thoughts, before all of the decisions have come to me in the day and my brain is worn out. I find I get my best ideas at that time as well. So I'll admit, all right, taking a break was incredibly hard for me to do in the first, you know, when I first started to try and do this a few years ago. It is still hard for me because it is not my natural personality type. But when I don't, I have learned by situations. So I've ended up a lot worse when I haven't taken a break. So there are things that will happen. So for instance, if I'm pushing on, pushing on, when I go into my studio, that's when I end end up kind of making a lot more mistakes. mistakes. So it might be that, you know, you are trying to work through the messy middle part in a painting, right? And rather than putting it aside, leaving it, starting a new work or taking a break, we just soldier on, soldier on. And then we tend to overwork it or we mess it up or it starts to look all muddy. So I have learned when I get to that point to pull back because I know the consequences if I don't take a break, I'm going to ruin that work and get even more upset. 
I've also had situations where I have cried over something completely insignificant like spilt milk for an example all right or someone might say something that is completely not very it's not very offensive it's not bad but I'll have a major breakdown and it is not even about what was said it was simply because I'm burnt out and I haven't taken a break so learn from me all right rather than going through these embarrassing breakdown situations take a break when you're creatively blocked it will do you wonders Okay, the second way that you can move through a creative block is to look for inspiration. And that really depends on you personally and how you draw your inspiration. So some ideas might be you could go visit local art galleries. That's always, I love to do that. That's fantastic for me. You could go look at museums. You could go to local um, stores, gardens, go have a look at scenery or even just simply go for a walk around your neighborhood and open your eyes and turn the you know well don't turn the podcast off if you're listening to me but turn the music off turn those things off because that fine you'll find that you are more aware of your surroundings look at things that you didn't if you walk a certain way every day go the other way go reverse and you'll start to see new things you might want to read a book whether that be a inspiration book I love to read autobiographies or whether it might be a fiction book or it might be a book on business and art development and those are going to give you some ideas as well you could watch a good movie movies come up with some great things you can look at the visuals in them Um, you could look at textures fabrics colors even a sunset whatever floats your boat and inspires you start to just go out and look at things don't look at them and then go all right now I need to go quickly back into my studio and start doing that just look and observe and start to absorb that inspiration because that will come out of you eventually when you decide to go back in the studio Okay, the third way that you can move through a creative block is to travel. Now, I absolutely love to travel. I never thought that I would, but I married a man who loves to travel and I've absolutely loved it. It has opened up my mind to so many different cultures, so many different visual, obviously, landscapes, as well as different ways of life. There is something to be said for getting out of your town, getting out of your country or your your familiarity space, okay? So if you haven't traveled, do travel. It doesn't mean you need to go overseas to somewhere amazing. Traveling for you, um, like so we've just moved to, well not just, we moved to Melbourne three years ago and because of world situations, I just quote marks in there, we haven't been able to travel around Australia like we would love to. So we're still in our state of Victoria. So we have so much here to explore. There are six million people in Victoria. We're from New Zealand where there was four million. So it's already bigger (laughs) our state that we're living in than the country we came from. So we'll, at the moment, while we can't go overseas, we'll go for, you know, drives an hour, two hours away and go and explore new towns. We'll go and look at new beaches. We'll go and look at rural towns. There is so much around and I have found that that has really opened up so many ideas for me but also given me a break and refueled my creative cup. Another way to get over a creative block is to take a class. Now that could be an online class or course, it could be joining an online membership like the Confident Brush that I run, 
or it could be going to a local workshop. Now, what I love about this idea is that it can really help open up some new creative paths for you. Because when we're in our studio, we are creatures of habit, right? So we tend to get into the same thing. So we tend to work in a certain style. If we find that that color palette's working really well, we'll stick to it. If we find that the way we're layering our paint works really well, we'll stick to that as well. And when we start to get a little bit of success as well, with some of our work selling and say certain styles, we tend to lock onto that and stay there because we know that is safe and secure and we know that's going to sell. And there's some great benefits of that. But what that can also do is it can stop your creative growth because you're not opening up your ideas to new things. So going to a class or a workshop is a great way to do this. And another thing you could also do when you're looking for a class or a workshop is choose something that is a little bit different to what you usually do. Okay, so as an example, I am actually a sculptor. So I majored in sculpture in my fine arts degree, and I minored in printmaking. Now, for the last 13 years, I have been a professional painter. But those sculpture skills that I learned have served me really well in my creative practice because they showed me different ways of looking at art, ideas, principles and elements. So as an example, inside the Confident Brush, most of our monthly projects are 2D based. So we're painters, we're mixed media artists. In November, we created ornaments, so Christmas ornaments, we painted them. Now, it was a huge challenge for my students to look at painting a 3D structure. We had, you know, the internals of the baubles, and then we had the outside where they're painting the decorations. We had to look at, you know, how can we paint a surface and rotate it and dry it at the same time? How are we going to attach the ribbons on top and package them and all these different ideas? But despite that, they learned so much from that experience. So when you're looking for a class, find something that's going to challenge you a little bit more because this is how it's going to get you out of your block. If you're doing something that you always know, it's not going to move you any forward. And if you're looking for something as well that is really going to help give you a whole lot of different ideas, then I'll talk to you a little bit in a moment about my 21 Sparks course, which would be fantastic for this. Okay, the fifth way to move through a creative block is to revisit old ideas. Now, when we are going into our studio, sometimes a creative block happens because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be original, right? To come up with the next best idea that has never been explored before. Now, if you've taken my Find Your Painting Style Challenge, you'll know that I do not believe in original ideas. I believe in innovation. And what I mean by that is that I believe that everything that is created now already exists. When we are creating something what we call new, it is simply revisiting old ideas or putting old parts, old concepts together to create something new. So as an example, 
these telephone okay so obviously um if you're around in the 80s when i was i'm an 80s kid when we used to call someone our friends we used to have to pick up the old phone and do that whole dial thing and that circle goes around and around and then we had to take the phone with the cord pull it through the door close the door on the cord and try and find somewhere away from our family so we could have a private conversation with our friends it's absolutely hilarious but I think those phones are so rad I love them anyhow then we moved on to the cordless phone okay and they were quite big I even remember my dad's first cell phone was the size of a cordless phone now with the cordless phones that was cool we could go into our room close the door we didn't have the cord all right but again there were things like <laughs> who forgot to put the phone on the charger all these things happened anyway it's the same concept of talking on a phone and communication it's just innovated and adapted over the time then we had the old um, flip phone which I loved in the 90s and now we have obviously iPhones and Android phones in our devices which we can do so much on like listen to podcasts so it's the same idea all right communicating contacting talking to someone but the different parts have come together in different ways as the technology has advanced so go back and look at some of your previous ideas so it might be that you you know were working in a certain color palette a few years ago could you reintroduce that to some of the new work that you're doing now um what about the way you used to work with line how could you introduce that into your new work could you combine a couple of styles together and we've done a project like this inside the confident brush where previously my students had explored pop art and they had explored cubism and then they had explored impressionism so we looked at taking some of those different styles and putting them together in different ways to create a new work so go and pull out some of your old pieces go and have a look at them granted some of them you'll probably cringe we all do when we look at some of our old work but there's probably some great ideas in there that you could reintroduce into new elements of your work and this is what we call extension okay or regeneration of ideas this is what I did a lot with my secondary school uh, secondary school students that really helped push their work and get them those top marks so go and look at your old ideas and bring them together into your work in new ways number six to get through a creative block is to show up for just five minutes so kind of it's kind of the trick yourself method so Sometimes when we are going into our studio, we put pressure on ourselves like we have to be there for hours for it to be somehow worthwhile. But there's complete bollocks. If you want to go in your studio five minutes a day, that is gold. That's better than nothing. So what I want you to do is to just go in and go, you know what, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in there for five minutes. Don't just spend the five minutes cleaning your studio like I do. Actually do some painting or some drawing, all right? Draw, paint, put some something down, start a base, start something and see how you feel. You can even set a timer. After the five minutes, I then want you to just check in with how you're feeling. Are you feeling good? Are you still feeling like I really still need a rest or I'm not feeling this? If that's the case, then walk away, pack it up. But you might find that after that first five minutes, new ideas have opened up you're enjoying it and you want to keep going and if that's the case then do so now the whole concept of creativity has to find us working okay so yes totally take a break but there are times when we need to be 
actively doing something for those creative ideas to come to us. Now, I'm sure you've had this. There have been many times when I've been in my studio not feeling it. I started something, I was working on a painting and then I couldn't put it down because I just saw bits and new ideas and all these ideas were coming. I was like, I've just got to get these ideas out and that is what we love to call the creative flow and when we get there, it's great. But to get in that creative flow, there has to be a movement and action to get us into that flow. So try five minutes. If it doesn't work, put it aside. But if it does, fantastic, keep going. Okay, I hope this episode has helped you discover a strategy that you can now use to help you get over your creative block faster. Remember though, I want you to be kind to yourself if you're feeling blocked. It is 100% normal for this to happen. Okay, we can't be producing, we can't be creating all the time. I'm speaking to myself here as well. We do need to rest and restore our creative cup. So if you are currently stuck in a creative rut and you are listening to this episode, so there is a high possibility that you are, and you're looking for a quick and inspiring way to bring the creative practice back, and I mean quick and inspiring because I know what it's like when you're like, okay, now I want to get out of my rut, but that's cool. I don't want to spend hours doing something. I need something fast. I'm a busy woman. I've got stuff to do then you would want to check out my 21 Sparks of Creativity course. I purposely created this course purely to help my fellow creatives like you through your creative fire, all right, through your creative block to get that creative fire going again. Inside the self-paced course, there are 21 short lessons. So they're about... 10 to 15 minutes long and they're designed to teach you a simple art making process that you can work through in less than 30 minutes. So there are things like how to work with a monochromatic color scheme, how to explore line, how to explore finger painting which is super duper fun, how to explore texture, how to explore collage. You can even do it all in a small journal and then what it does is it gives you 21 ideas in a journal that you can then flick through and revisit when you're going into your studio and you need an idea and some inspiration. Now I've had beginners and even more experienced artists take this course and they've all found it incredibly helpful. My beginners love it because it teaches them art principles and techniques to learn when they're getting started. My advanced artists love it because it brings up new ideas and it gets them back in creating for the joy of it which sometimes we miss when we're building careers so I'll pop the link for the course in the show notes below for you to check out plus since you are a fabulous Natalie Parker Studio podcast listener I'd love to give you 10% off the course and you'd simply enter the code 10 off t-e-n off I'll pop that down there for you and you'll get 10% off the course well that's a wrap for today's episode artists I've thoroughly enjoy bringing this to you I hope this is going to help you move through those creative blocks if you've enjoyed this episode take a screenshot of it share it with me on the gram I'm at Natalie Parker Studio and let me know what you loved about this episode now coming up next week on the show we're talking about how to make more time for your art this has been one of the most requested topics for me to do on the podcast so I can't wait to share my top tips with you but until then go and pursue your creative dreams ladies and I will talk to you soon do you dream of having your own art business 
Is 2022 going to be the year that you step out, go after your desires and start to build the art biz you've been dreaming about for years? If you are, but you also have no idea how or where to start, then you're going to love this. On Jan the 20th, I'm kicking off a free training series for artists called the Art Biz Startup Series. In this three-part training, you'll get clear about what you want for your business, you'll learn multiple ways to make money, and you'll learn my simple three-step sales system that you can use over and over again to finally get those art sales coming in. So if you're ready to finally do what you love, to be fulfilled in your days, and to have the extra income for you and your family, then you're going to want to register for this free training today. Click the link to register in the show notes below. I can't wait to help you turn your art biz dream into a reality this year.